The Anton Savage Show on News Talk. And we kickstart the weekend appropriately on what a gorgeous and nature-filled weekend mm. it is with the one and only Derek Mooney. Derek, Anton, delighted to be how here. How are you? I love your new home. It's fantastic. Actually, do you like the new, the, the decor has been it's done gorgeous. up, especially I've in your been honor. here. I've walked by this building lots of times and I often wonder what it was like inside and now I know. I need you to explain the thing to me. How do you stop Aina Nilauna being mean to you? Because every time, every time she, yeah, she's on with me, she makes sure my self esteem is in ribbons. Where she seems Maybe it's because you know what you're talking about. No, um, I, I've known Aina for an awful long time. When we started the radio program, which was 28 years ago, it's not. I, I was yeah. 20, Moody goes wild. Well, is 28 years ago. We started programs before that. We had a program called. Habitats, and then we had this program called Nature Line. So it's 30 something years, but Moody goes, Well, it's 28 years, and <laughs> doesn't Aina know exactly when it started? But at any rate, I was looking for contributors and I wanted to make sure way before my time. I was a pioneer, Anton, because I wanted to make sure we had a female panelist. And I looked up, RT produced this book about females you could use in the media. I can't remember what it was called, but I remember it was yellow and it was quite a tomb. And there was Aina Nilana under environmentalist. And I phoned her. And that's how I met her. Has and the very first program we did had to do with creepy crawlies on the body and how much bacteria lives oh, on you. Oh, good topic. <laughs> I mean, just look at good the belly topic. button alone. <laughs> <laughs> and she was fantastic. I mean, she was really brilliant. Oh, she's priceless. I mean, so, if she, I mean she's we've been a, together a ever since. We're not to married, you understand. She's married to a fellow called Johnny. And I'm sure there are times when she wants to kill me. But most of the time, she gets very professional to Zaina. <laughs> well, you raised the thing of the, the, the presence of women in broadcasting and the shift that has happened in yeah. that kind of thing over the 20 to 30 year period. I assume one of the areas that has changed most is nature. Because if you look at the month that's in it, we have the sort of the wild flowering of most of the urban spaces that wouldn't have been. We have discussions about repopulation of um, wild animals into our wildernesses. Climate change is always on the agenda. That wasn't the way when you started in nature. No, they were talking about CFCs when we started chlorofluorocarbons and we were discussing that no end we were talking about the <coughs> the ozone layer and the hole in the ozone layer and we were doing that from the very beginning but they weren't talking in the way they're talking now about climate change it's become much more to the fore and people are much more aware I think that kids are much more aware than adults are and I think that's a good thing because you have to know what's going on however when you turn on the radio or if you turn a page in a newspaper or go online or watch the news, it's terribly negative. It's catastrophe every time. There's no good news in it. So the kind of nature programs that I've been making for the last 30 something years has always been, yes, here's the problem, but here is a possible solution and here is what's being done. And that's what we focus on, the kind of good news. There are other programs that will do the catastrophe of it, but but. And it has to be done. You have to know. But you do at the same time have to give people hope, Anton, because you know what? You could go around living in a dark hole all your life if you want with your a blanket over your head. It's horrible. Like the, the news is very, very negative. When I used to be on in the afternoon, I remember a former boss said to me one time, you know, your programme is appropriate because there's an, there is a place for nonsense. He said, excuse me. <laughs> excuse me, I said. And he said, no, and I mean crafted nonsense. You know, the best gags are the rehearsed gags, etc. You know, it's thought out. You need a break from all the bad news. And the beautiful thing about nature programming, as opposed to environmental programs or programs that focus on climate change, is that it gives you that separation. It also taps into an interest that you wouldn't think. Is, I still think the fact, I know it is now old hat and it has been talked about a lot, but at the time it was, it was uh, one of the first instances we saw this. The fact that a webcam in hmm. your back garden, just looking at blue tits nesting. Oh, do you want me to take off my top? <laughs> 
I had gone to show ants on my tits. I didn't think we were going to get there this fast. Good Lord, they're magnificent. I just so happen to be wearing a t-shirt and what does it say? It says, I love blue tits. There you go. With a large cartoon tit in the middle. You can get a picture and put it on your website. I designed this myself. I do love the blue tits, but it started in the year 2000. And the way it took off. Well, we did it first with Jackdaws with a company called Wild Ireland run by a guy called Vinny. Oh, what's Vinny's surname? Vinny, oh, it's gone out of my head. Vincent Highland, but a brilliant guy. And we placed cameras, well, they did on our behalf and we managed it then for radio point of view uh, in a disused chimney in Osbertstown there in County Kildare. And we just streamed this live and people were watching it literally all over the world. And it won the biggest radio award in Europe for innovation at that time. Because even if the BBC weren't doing that at the time, there was no spring watch at this stage on TV. So in effect, there was no slow TV movement, by the way, which the Dutch, or sorry, the Norwegians claim to have started this slow idea. Slow TV is where you sort of film a waterfall and that kind of crap, yeah, isn't well, it? Well, what NRK, which the, the national broadcaster in Norway had done first, was they, this man used to get logs and put it on an open fire and they filmed this. So you see this guy coming in, he put a log on a fire and he put another log on a fire and it would just burn down. He put another, and they put this on Prime TV on a kind of Friday night, kind of when the late, late would be on in Norway. And nobody switched off and everybody watched it and the audience went up. So then they followed the train journey from Bergen to Oslo. Just a camera again, no commentary. But we were doing this with Jack Dawes and then we did it with the blue tits. And there was great drama when the blue tits nested first because it was, I got it, got it what year it was, but it was 2000 and, uh, ooh, 2008 or something like that. But there had been a really bad storm and the blue tent nest box blew off the wall. And of course, people were criticising me. Well, I put it on the wall. I wasn't <laughs> expecting a storm and a tree to knock the thing down. However, the camera cables kept the nest box from hitting the ground and all the birds survived. It was extraordinary. And this drama unfolded and everybody watched it and we won another award for that. It was fantastic. Now, you have to tell us about the what Derek Mooney is like when he is not at work. I assume that you put all the nature stuff behind you and sit around a burning tyre. Is that the... Yeah, yeah, that's exactly what I do. Congratulations. Well spotted. I don't... What do I do? I don't really drink. I used to have a few drinks. I used to go out at the weekends and stuff like that, but I couldn't bear the noise. I have a condition called tinnitus. So I'm kind of snookered in that I can't be in a quiet room because I hear it and I can't be in a noise room because it seems to set it off. So if there's a lot of noise around me. This is what, there's a permanent ringing in the ears. Yeah, for the last 20 something years. And there are times when it's okay and there are times when it's absolutely horrendous. If I get stressed, it gets really bad. If I work in the wrong studio, funny enough, from work, it gets really bad. There's no rhyme or reason to it. I can tell you when it's going to snow, it's affected by atmospheric pressure. And I know there's an Irish guy from Maynooth University who's come up with um, a treatment for tinnitus. And it's on the market now. Um, but it must and a be lot desperately of annoying. Very annoying at times. But mostly you just have to get on with it. So, so that means no clubbing. Uh, no, no clubbing. Is bo- bottom line is that's it. I don't go near clubs. and I don't go near noisy bars. That is the bottom line, right? Because it's not worth the house. And because I don't drink, I'd have another glass of wine at home with dinner, but that's it. But tend, like at weekends, I'd invite friends over for dinner. And to be honest with you, Anton, we put on old reruns of Eurovision Song Contest. <laughs> How camp is that? <laughs> and I love it. And I make no apologies for it. Entertain. Central. There you go. And in fact, Loreen shouldn't have won this year. They should have given it to Cha Cha Cha, the guy from Finland. And it's the only song ever in Finnish to make the British charts. It's in the charts at the moment in the UK. Well, it is totally. This puts a, co- a coaching forth through what we're going to be discussing in a while. Which <laughs> we is the, talk what you want the, about the, it. We're okay. going to talk about the 50 albums, the 50 greatest Irish albums. <laughs> which then are the greatest of the Eurovisions? I don't mean the winning songs. I mean, if you are going to rewatch Eurovision, which are your classics? Well, now you see, my classics. 96? 
Well, yeah. 2004? <laughs> well, I would say that 2000, and believe it or not, I would say the first one that, that I like. Okay. When the Dutch did it, when we had COVID, and then they had to cancel it in 2020 because of COVID, and they had the actual contest in 2021, so then we had 22 and 23, 2021. I thought that was one of the best shows I had ever seen. But my fa- really one of the best shows, and one of my favourite songs from that year had got to be uh, the French singer who sang Voila. She didn't win, she came second. And then skip on then to another one that didn't win was Subwoofer from Norway last year. Do you remember them? Give that wolf a banana before it eats my grandma. <laughs> Do you remember? It? The guys were dancing. <laughs> I love that song. And, and I loved 1975. I loved teaching. They won for the Netherlands. And what had, format have you got these on? Is this VHS or no, do you no, have No, 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 you just go into, like I've got YouTube on the TV and you just type in whatever, say Eurovision. You know, you can talk to your <laughs> remote control nowadays, Anton, move at the times, and you can say Eurovision Song Contest Grand Final 2017 or whatever. And up it comes on your telly. We put it on in the background and the, the guys I kind of am friendly with really know their music, not just Eurovision. So I just make them dinner and listen to them talking about music all night long. And they really know their music. And it's, it's entertainment central. Derek, it has been a revelation and a great pleasure. Well, that's the way it goes. We will take a picture of your tits and put it up Thank online. Thank you very much indeed. <laughs> can we mention the programme that's on tomorrow night? Oh, of course North? we can. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> I knew you were here for a reason. <laughs> so, tomorrow night on RT1 television at half six and then the following Sunday, back from the brink, where we concentrate on conservationists across Europe, including Ireland, who are making an effort in their own way to conserve nature. And then on Monday on Radio 1, a lovely documentary at three o'clock about bats in Ireland presented by Terry Flanagan. Thank you, Anton. Thank you, News Talk. Great pleasure, Derek. So the uh, Back from the Brink tomorrow evening, 6.30 on RT1. The Anton Savage Show on News Talk.